you'll have a lot of well-known people who have made Sutton, for instance, their home. Everybody from Marilyn Monroe and Bill Blass, Bobby Short, you know, the, the pianist. Welcome to the John and Jonathan Sell NYC podcast, where experienced expert New York City real estate brokers, John Gustaska and Jonathan Conlon, write down what's happening in the market, what you need to know, whether you're a buyer, seller, or agent, and their insight into the future with a little bit of fun along the way. In this episode, John and Jonathan are discussing some of the smallest neighborhoods in Manhattan, Sutton Place and Beekman Place. Though they might only be a few blocks wide, there's tons of history and reasons you might just want to call these neighborhoods home. Hey everybody, welcome back to the John and Jonathan Sell NYC podcast. How you doing, John? Jonathan, couldn't be better. How about yourself? Really? Couldn't be better. That is a... Well, I could, but I like to lie. <laughs> you look, uh, you're in a different position here. I am in a different position because... Hmm, do tell. Not to dwell on it, but I had a little foot surgery, so I'm kind of convalescing for the for the week, and my foot's up with an ice pack on it. But otherwise, I'm fantastic. And we were joking about it earlier today. It will be, I'm sure, the first of many operations that we share together <laughs> yes. in tenure as we both get a little longer <laughs> in the tube. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, earlier today, we, um, we were commiserating about our ailments in our bodies. And I'm like, oh my God, we're going into a next chapter together. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> like uh, the bionic chapter as we replace different pieces of our body. <laughs> yeah. But with, we're still going. We're and that's still not going. going to get in the way of us doing transactions. So it'll be a competition as to see who can hold out the longest before we <laughs> replace a hip. I think that's where we were, where we landed on that. Yeah. So what um, are we going to talk about today? So Today we're going to do, so we're going to do one of our neighborhoods, but today we're going to do a, a, a double session. We're going to hit Beekman and Sutton, uh, Sutton Place. So uh, because I they're- you, I just want to interrupt you one second. I bet you people don't even know where Beekman Place is. Many people don't, you know, people are like, oh, Beekman Place, then there's Beekman, there's a Beekman Road or no, Beekman Street or something downtown. Oh, Beekman Street, downtown, yeah. Yeah. I've had people, oh, Beekman Street, downtown. I'm like, no, Beekman Place. So both very small, Beekman smaller, geographically speaking, uh, but sit in that far East 50s corridor, uh, just above the UN, so technically 49th Street, but up to uh, the 59th Street Bridge there. Um, and uh, yeah, so we figured we would just talk about them together because they have similarities, but also some differences. And uh uh, but geographically, like I said, there's there's not a lot of area to cover, so we didn't want to just do one or the other. We figured let's just roll them together because you know what? It's our podcast, and we can do it if we want. Of course, and you know we've we've been fortunate to sell in both neighborhoods, yeah, and so we know them quite well. And simply over the years, we've had clientele who have been selling their apartments and then other people who have wanted to buy there. So I'll jump in and talk a little bit about the location of the parameters around Sutton Place. So Sutton Place will begin on the south end, 53rd Street and end at 59th Street and from First Avenue over to the East River or to, you know, to Sutton Place. That's the, the little street there. It's a little pocketed neighborhood. It is extremely quiet. Yeah. It's very pretty. Yeah. And it is so there's not a tremendous amount of services over there. Um, and it can be 
you know, it's, but it's lovely place to be. And just to orient people, the Sutton place is actually, it's the, the tail end of York Avenue. So people are more familiar with York, which is a longer street, which is that, that next after First Avenue. Um, so south of 59th Street Bridge, it's another confusing data point, Sutton Place and then Sutton Place South, yeah. which is divided by 57th Street, right? So, um, so, but either way, on the water and actually a couple of the buildings that are built literally right up to the water over the FDR, which is right. a, an interesting perspective on, uh, on Queens and shooting down the river is a really cool vantage point. So. Do you want to just quickly jump in and say where Beekman Place is in comparison to Sutton? I love your lead-ins. They're so not great. to like not know, to steer the conversation, by now, but uh, how about you talk about where Beekman Place is? Uh, <laughs> You're my Ethel to my Lucy. What can I say? So Beekman Place sits just south of uh, Sutton. So it runs Beekman Place is actually a street which runs from 49th to 51st Street, but Beekman Place as a neighborhood actually encompasses 52nd Street. So, which in the tail end of 52nd Street, you have some iconic buildings like the River House, uh, the Campanile, which is where Greta Garbo's apartment just sold and such. Um, uh, but also a little bit smaller, really three square blocks. Um, and again, east of First Avenue, uh, just north of the, uh, um, uh, of the UN there. So, <clears throat> um, nearby, of course, you, you have Midtown East uh, to the west. You've got the Upper East Side, just north of 59th Street Bridge, um, uh, Roosevelt Island. So you're looking towards Roosevelt Island over the uh, into the East River. And then we have Murray Hill to uh, sort of uh, to the south there, a little bit further south, but um, I think that goes up to like 42nd Street. Um, so uh, like you said, very quiet little neighborhood, not a lot of uh, uh, restaurants and bars and sort of nightlife there, but you do have all your services. And, uh, you know, I would say our clientele that typically buys there uh, has been people that are typically empty nester sort of uh, time period in their life. Uh, a lot of people have... Um, uh, have homes out in Long Island, like out in the Hamptons or something like that. And it's an easy commute because you don't have to cross over through the, uh, the island of Manhattan. So it knocks off, you know, 20 to 30 minutes off of a commute to get over to the, out to their house. So it's a quick- Or a pied-a-terre. Or a pied-a-terre, yeah. You know, we have clients from uh, Texas who have bought in specifically in Sutton Place because as you were describing, the proximity from LaGuardia Airport. You yeah. know, it's a very, very quick commute from LaGuardia. Yeah. I think it's important to make sure that the audience knows that even though the neighborhoods are right next to each other, there is a definite difference of vibe between Sutton Place and Beekman Place. Yeah. And when I say vibe, there are, in terms of the architecture and the unit makeup in Sutton Place, Sutton Place is just a far bigger neighborhood than Beekman. Yeah. Um, I would say Beekman's probably one of the smallest neighborhoods in Manhattan. It's got to be the smallest. I, I would think yeah. that it's the smallest neighborhood. Yeah. And it's just, it's a real- I'm going to go out on a limb and confirm that. I, I think we're going to just say that. Yeah. Okay. But it is what it is. Sutton has a lot of post-war cooperatives. 
yeah. and a lot of units. They're big, big buildings. co-ops over there. Yeah. And then you'll have these beautiful pre-war co-ops like two Sutton Place out. And then along the 57th Street corridor, really pretty pre-war co-op, mostly co-op with a smattering of condominium. Yeah. And so in comparison to Beekman Place, do you want to just talk about the unit makeup there? Yeah, Beekman Place has some, some of the most iconic buildings in the city. As I mentioned, uh, the River House, which is on the, uh, the eastern, uh, on the water at the, uh, uh, on 52nd Street, you've got the Campanile. Uh, you've got one Beekman Place, which is like, you know, the was the place to be, you know, with tons of uh, celebrities and, and iconic uh, residents that have lived there. Um, so a lot of the old pre-war, uh, beautiful buildings in the area, some, some interesting, um, townhouses, yes. uh, uh, and such. And, and, um, who would you say that it attracts Beekman plays? Well, Beekman plays cause so you sit right just North of the UN. So you have, um, uh, some UN people that have owned there. Uh, that have lived there, politicians that have lived there. Missions, um, they have those houses. Yep, that have some, a lot of- uh, uh, Consulates. Consulates in the area. So that stretches well, like many neighborhoods, you you know, if you have something between First and Second Avenue, people will claim Sutton or Beekman um, area just to sort of give it a little bit, and uh, a little bit different flavor versus Midtown East, which, so it sounds a little better, I guess. Um, but uh, a lot of uh, 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 different consulates in the area and parking, which makes parking in the area quite challenging because a lot of diplomat parking. Um, and then also really gums up the traffic when the UN is in session. So that's that's a, a nightmare. If the UN's in session, the president's in town and speaking at the UN, um, that whole Eastern corridor gets, gets really shut down. Um, so it makes traffic kind of throughout the whole Eastern side of Manhattan uh, a challenge. So Sutton Place attracts, as we talked about, a certain caliber of buyer and a buyer who likes that quiet nature of the neighborhood. Restaurants, you don't have restaurants actually in Sutton Place or in Beekman Place. But remember what we talked about on First Avenue, you're going to have restaurants. Yeah. So for or instance, west of First Avenue, yeah. Right. And then and then between first and second, for instance, Mr. Chow on 57th, one of the top restaurants over there. But then neighborhood restaurants, you have to find them, like Duzami in Beekman Place, La Valetta in Beekman Place. And then you have, but you have to go further north into the East 50s, like Dawat and uh, Felidia and some of, the, some of the top restaurants over there. They're just not sandwiched in there. But your favorite, your favorite, where you go when you're there is Nero's, right? Neri's. Okay, you say Neri, I say Nero. No, it's this old little... Uh... Irish pub, and uh, we had we had a client that frequented there all the time, and uh, still does, I'm sure, because he's back in the neighborhood. Um, lovely, lovely guy. 
and uh, and it's just this little hole in the wall, but they have great food actually. So I've had a burger there, and it's. I would also surmise they'll have great booze. They do have, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I if I you know maybe had a beer with my lunch, but uh, but yeah, there's Ama, which is a great Indian restaurant um, on 51st, um, and you know now, uh, let's see, maybe about uh, I would say four or five years ago. Uh, Whole Foods opened up a location on 57th Street, which is, you know, it sounds silly, but in New York, when you get some major flagship or, or uh, big, like, well-known and, and superbly run uh, grocer in the area, like, it, it has a huge effect. And it's all the people talk about in the neighborhood, like, oh, and you don't forget, you have Whole Foods right here. But it really does, because that convenience of going to a, a major grocery store like that, uh, especially with Whole Foods, where they have, you know, they have the dining uh, spaces in there where you can pick up food that's already made and stuff. And you've got all the organic section, uh, et cetera. Like, you know, it, it really is transformative and has has made a, a major impact on the on the area because before that, there was only the the one grocery store that was under the 59th Street Bridge, which did not last. I think it came in and out in a matter of years. One thing that I think is very important for people listening to the podcast in terms of, you mentioned it when you talked about Neary's. There's some mom and pop shops over there. There are some little tiny neighborhood restaurants that it's important. They may not be Mr. Chow or Felidia, but there is, there, for instance, I, I have to say there is the most loveliest florist on First Avenue between 51st and 52nd Street, east side of the street. I forget the name, but it's those kinds of little, those little, and a, a great diner as well. Again, is it Sutton Diner or something? Remember, I have a feeling, Jonathan, that's where you and I first had breakfast, was at that diner. I could be wrong, but it's on First Avenue between 51st, 52nd, or 52nd, 53rd. My point is that you got to look for them. Yeah, that's okay. what makes it a it, like, you know, it's a quaint little neighborhoody type area. People use that. Uh, with some expensive real estate. With some expensive real estate, especially, you know, because you have these amazing river views um, and and the, the way that the uh, city sort of cuts into itself, comes back, cuts in uh, west, um, at a, you get actually some southern uh, facing windows especially in that building, the Campanile, just south of the River House there on 52nd Street. Remember Greta Garbo's apartment? I think both of us saw that apartment at mm -hmm. one point because we had somebody that was looking at it. And you have this that faces south and, it, and it's basically over the river there. It's really an interesting perspective on the city. I mean, it's one of the, one of, one of the many things that I love about the job is seeing the city from so many different perspectives. Sutton Place and Beekman Place give you uh, you know, a, a real interesting view of like the Pepsi sign and the whole sure. Long Island City uh, development there that's just blown up with all those skyscrapers and the front uh, park front, parks on the riverfront there. Cornell Tech redeveloped the, uh, the southern tip of Roosevelt Island that Sutton and Beekman are looking right at. And they put in the, the Franklin D. Roosevelt uh, Four Freedoms State Park there at the very tip, which is, it just makes it so, it, it was totally run down and 
that that end of the island was never really used and that it's really beautified the the view there over towards Queens. So um, it was interesting to see that all develop and it's a it's a beautiful uh, uh, beautiful perspective on the river and such, which sometimes doesn't you know. I'd like to I'd like to jump in and talk about the celebrities and the note people of notoriety who have made Sutton and Beekman their home. And that's what's really kind of, I would say very, very special because, you know, in our business, the Upper East Side has such a cachet, Park Avenue and Fifth Avenue. And over the years, Sutton Place, which is very, very special and very unique, great apartments. It's been kind of like the, um, the stepchild a little bit. To, the, to those prime areas, but yet really great. So you'll have a lot of well-known people who have made Sutton, for instance, their home. Everybody from Marilyn Monroe and Bill Blass, Bobby Short, you know, the, the pianist, uh, to in Sutton, Freddie Mercury, um, Michael Jackson. I love the fact that, that you have very well-known, not only iconic figures who lived there, but a lot of really prominent New Yorkers made Sutton their home. So in Beekman, you have uh, Henry Kissinger. You've got the Beekman family, obviously, uh, the Vanderbilts. Uh, I never has. Diane Keaton, Joan Crawford. One thing about Beekman is that it was the backdrop for a lot of motion, wonderful motion pictures. Bonfire of the Vanities. And then, yes. Bonfire of the Vanities. When's yes. that? Remember from, that from the 1800s? Melanie Griffith, and then I'm dating myself. You're right. You were little little kids, but none other than Auntie Mame, well before all of our time, but Rosalind Russell lived in Beekman Place. And you don't you don't know that, but it was a huge hit. Yeah, and they're they're still working. I mean, there's not a lot of parks in the area, but there is some green space. Um, on the riverfront, uh, up in 5657th Street. They have a little uh uh, promenades area um, in the back of the buildings there before it's 25 and 45 Sutton that are south of 56th Street that are built right up to the waterfront. And they're working on developing the promenade that's going to be a running path that's going to go from 125th Street all the way down around the, the island and up the Upper West Side. Uh, but there's still a gap there. They're saying now it's going to be to be completed in 20 by 2024. Um, and then you'll literally be able to run the all, you know, the the whole perimeter of Manhattan Island from 125th, I think, to 125th. But perhaps that, that's very, very important because there's those those uh, paths that you can take your dog down to yeah. um, walk the dog. You can at run the end of 52nd Street, right? Yeah. Uh, pardon me, at 52nd. Yeah. The end of 52nd Street. Yeah. That's correct. And then in Sutton, Sutton, I forget the street that allows you to do that as well in Sutton Plays. In terms of transportation, you know, it can feel a little bit isolated over there and yet not. So you have a lot of um, the, uh, the buses, the bus routes will run down first, I'm sorry, down second and up first. And then the nearest trains are going to be a little bit further. So you'll have the R, the Q, uh, the, um, I'm sorry, the R, the N, and the six train 
in both of those neighborhoods. Uh, that, th that That's kind of the farthest walk. The E and the M as well, because they come in 53rd Street. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And then the only other thing I think that it's important in terms of schooling over there. Do you want to dive into the schools? Well, there's a number of schools that are that are in the area. And as usual, we're always touchy about mentioning which schools and blah, blah, blah. But good public schools, good. You know, I mean, there are always uh, good rated schools. There's some private schools in the area. And we'll put that all in the show notes um, so people can see what's kind of in that, in that little corridor and close to that corridor. I would say that... Um, you know, Beekman and Sutton have their own following, you know, and it, and it just kind of depends. I mean, a lot of people, uh, I sold an apartment to people, uh, a young family um, on 50 Far East 57th Street um, uh, between Sutton and First Avenue. And uh, so you, you do get a mix, but, you know, like they know it because uh, the parents happen to live in right. live, uh, just down the street. They live in the area. So, and she grew up in the area. So the neighborhoods are generational. They are generational. That's for yeah. sure. Beekman is referenced in a lot of different movies. So you have, you know, Billy Joel making it famous in Glass Houses and then Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt coming from a descendant of the Beekman family. And then my beloved Auntie Mae. Yeah, there's only there, one main dentist. There, there is this air of, uh, I would say, especially in Beekman, of uh, because money. these really notor uh, people of note that have lived there, whether they're prominent politicians or uh, or movie stars or what have you. But there's a there's like an air of of um, uh, anonymity there. Where Correct. you know, like one Beekman, they don't you for up until recently, you couldn't use the address at all in any marketing from when it comes to real estate. Um, and there's these very interesting old clubs like the River Club, which is in the, the lower River. half of the River House, which used to be a, uh, a boathouse, you know, where boats would pull up to it, go it went right up to the river, and the boats would before they built the FDR, and it was a marina, you know, and a boat club. Um, so there, there's people love the privacy. Yeah, people love the privacy. Now these are especially one Beekman and Riverhouse, these old, uh, old money sort of uh, and and very private clubs that people, uh, you know, have to really fight their way into. You have to be totally. in the right uh, in the right social circles, etc. You know, it's it's one of the challenges. I mean, they, we get that across the city in different co-ops and such. Fifth Avenue, et cetera. But Beekman and Sutton are certainly no, no stranger to that, um, where these, uh, it's more of a private club sort of uh, feeling. So what about but, the history of Sutton Place? So Sutton got its name from uh, the Sutton family, which originally built some uh, brownstones between 57th and 58th Street, which I unfortunately have not had the pleasure of being in, but look really fantastic. These townhouses that have their, their backyard right overlooking the, the river. Um, there were other uh, others that built um, a few other townhouses there, but that was the start. Um, it's been featured in some classics and some films and such like The uh, Catcher in the Rye and, and such, but has mainly, and I think because of the, uh, the exclusivity to the areas uh, has avoided any sort of, you know, mass publication or mass uh, uh, 
publicity wrapped around the the locations because people generally go there they like the quietness of the neighborhood and they like the 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 small enclave sort of feeling which they both have in terms of the real estate yeah. and i agree with you i think that it's a very important to note that most of the buildings over there with the exception of the houses are ultra luxury full service cooperatives. So you have a lot of staff over there. Each and every building has tremendous amounts of doormen and uh, concierge. Uh, door staff. A lot of staff, yes. So, and the real estate, you can get some extremely good values over there. Now in some of the, obviously the most established uh, co-ops, you're gonna, you're gonna pay up for those apartments, but Again, relatively speaking to Park Avenue and Fifth Avenue, there are some very good values over there. It's just going to be a matter of whether you can reconcile being that far east versus closer to Central Park. So, yeah, but we love the neighborhoods. We're well versed in them. And I would suggest anybody that wants to look for a home in there in Sutton Place or sell their apartment. We've sold a lot of homes over there. We're your team. How about that? That's a great plug. I like that. I thought it was a very good plug for us. So with that, Mr. Conlon. Good to talk to you, John. I just think our podcast, John and Jonathan Sell NYC.com. No, that's our website. John and Jonathan Sell NYC gets better and richer because it involves me being next to you. Even though we're not next to each other. Virtually anyways. So with that, thank you all for watching. Stay I think safe. we did it. Do you have anything else to say? Stay safe, stay healthy. Healthy, safe, and most of all, remain in gratitude. Thanks so much. We will see you right back here next week, right? That's right. We'll be here. Good vibes. Thanks for watching or listening to the John and Jonathan Sell NYC podcast. If you want to find us online or sign up to get our monthly and quarterly market stats, come on over to our website, johnandjonathansellnyc.com. Or find us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and everywhere else with the handle at John and Jonathan Sell NYC. And if you want to grab the show notes, go to John and Jonathan Sell slash podcast. If this show was entertaining, helpful, or informative, consider telling friends or family or leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Those are some of the best ways of supporting our efforts, and we would greatly appreciate it. Thank you again for tuning in. We can't wait to share what's coming up next. So subscribe to the podcast to make sure you don't miss our next episode and we'll see you next time.